oversaturated, 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 Welcome to another episode of Oversaturated, the podcast where we discuss music, movies, and pop culture. I am Johnny. And I'm Ralph. Welcome to episode 39. 39. Uh, Now, usually I come up with something. Uh, I guess since Johnny's Rams are doing good, uh, 39 is Stephen Jackson's number. Talk about it. That's that's what I got. That's all I got. Because 39 is like an odd number. Nobody really had, you know, 39 don't really pop out in the streets, right? True. All right. You can divide by three. That's about it. (laughs) Anyway, you and these numbers, man. Hey, man, it's my life. Um, it's a shame they Stephen Jackson wasted what like seven seasons with the Rams when he was in St. Louis. Yeah, thousand rushing yards every year. Yeah, and psh, never won more than like two games a season. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, but we three and zero now, baby. Uh, they they went to L A. They went to L A. Man, that's that's the only. What's thing. the What's the Patriots? Record? Hey, man, uh, they won it too, but we'll bounce back, beloved. Don't worry about me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, new listeners, please make sure you guys follow us on all social media: Facebook, just search Oversaturated the Podcast; Instagram, Oversat the Podcast; Twitter, Oversat Podcast. And always, you guys can email us at oversatpodcast at gmail dot com. And please, 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 everybody, this is for everybody, check out the website, oversatthepod.com. Links to everything we do on the website. Previous episodes, we got merch for sale, bios on Raph and myself. It's lit. Oh, yeah, big facts. And shout out to our five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, no new five-star ratings and reviews, but they do get shouts outs on the podcast. So if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber... Please hit that five stars. Anything less, you're being a hater. Thanks. And shout out to our listeners on Spotify and other major streaming platforms because we on all them shits. Yes, except title. <laughs> we work. We working on it. Working on it. Yeah, man. All right. So today, September twenty seventh, oh, twenty eighteen. Oh, today is my four year wedding anniversary to my do, wife. Do, 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 Air do, horns. Air horns. Do. Hey. Yeah, man. It's a, it's been a journey, a great journey with a great person. Um, oh, I could shit. not have picked a better person to be married oh. to. Oh shit! Yeah, man, it's, it's it's lit out here. Um, hey man, listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all, marriage is not easy. It is work every day, but just make sure you find the person that you want to work through shit with. That's 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 what I'm saying. Talk. Um, so yeah, I, I found that person, and Talk. it's been four great years of marriage. Talk. We've been together even longer. Um. Yeah, man, it's it's just been dope. So I want to say happy anniversary to my wife, Sade. I love you. True, we out here. I'm I'm glad my man's didn't make it sound like a prison sentence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, 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 definitely not. It's I, I've always wanted to like share my experiences with a person, mm-hmm. and I have that person to share these things with. So it's like it, it's it's great when. Mm-hmm. The podcasting shit, she's there with me. Yeah, you know, yeah. all her business shit, I'm there with her. Yeah, like yeah. we share all these opportunities with each other. So it's 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 no better feeling than that to me. Oh yeah. So big, big facts. Pat pound sign black love. Yes. We celebrate that here at Oversaturate the Podcast. And salute to my sister, Sade. Facts. We we love you. Yes. I just want to, I just <laughs> right. want to say that. We love you too. Like I love you too. I don't that's all I got. No, I all mean, right. yeah, I mean, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. Um, yeah, man. So of course, Ralph, Ralph was at my wedding. He's one of my groomsmen. Um, 
Yeah, man. For the five year, I'm thinking about letting the uh, putting out the uh, uh, first dance reception dance. That video, that video kind of long too. But it's, by it's that about time, six seven minutes. By that time, you know, we we probably had a YouTube popping and all that, so you know, yeah, we just put it out there, for, yeah, for public consumption, man. Just so y'all know, so uh, for our wedding reception, we did, um, I guess you call it like a flash mob or something. Yeah, we started off, my wife and myself, we started off dancing to "Lady in My Life" by Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. goat song. Uh, go check that out. Um, but then we broke out into a bunch of other dances with the bridal party. Mm-hmm. So all the groomsmen, all the bridesmaids, we danced to, we did the Tootsie Roll. We, man, we did so much shit. We I know, did, I know, I know. I just know uh, on the chicken noodle soup, my knee, my knee buckled. Oh, you still hit that shit? Though. Yeah, my knee, still my knee got weak though. It's all right. That's how I know I was getting old. It's all good though. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, chicken noodle soup, swag serve. When Nino popped, you know we had the chicken head one time, mm-hmm. and we ended off with a uh, boosie swerve. Yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a great time, man. Like, you, shout out to y'all for that op- that open bar. It was litty. Oh, that, hey, listen, <laughs> that was all my mother in law. Listen, when we when we told her that you know we got engaged from that very moment, she was buying liquor. Not <laughs> nine months buying liquor. Lit. I love it. So yeah, man. Yeah. I love you, baby. Oh yeah. But uh, definitely next on to the uh, on the docket, we uh, <laughs> we had uh, we actually were featured on a, a fellow podcast here in St. Louis. Shout out to the Inside Scoop, Scoop yes. Grady and AB. Uh, that episode will be out as soon as whenever this episode is out. So those episodes will be out simultaneously. Right. But we pretty much were on their podcast. They were gracious enough to have us over there. We had a great time. Like. I don't even know how uh, Scoop edited this stuff because it. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, that was a first of all, it was a hilarious episode. Yeah. Second of all, how people that listen to the Inside Scoop, what you hear from them on the podcast is literally them in real life. Facts. Like it's a like it's dope. It's so amazing. Um, so shout out to them, man. We appreciate y'all for having us on. Oh yeah, and, and y'all you, are definitely be on oversaturated soon. Big facts. I was just going to say that. they'll be over here real soon. Yes. And trust me. That I don't know what that foolishness can be contained. Ignorant, <laughs> but ignorant. <laughs> but man, I have a clip to unload, man. Let's hear it. All right, man. Now it. listen. On episode thirty-eight, you know I talked about my Cancun trip, and I talked about the video of me swimming. Johnny gave me all kinds of shit <laughs> for stepping into my bad bitchum, hey. bitchum. Bishdom, bishdom. Okay, that's the word. Me for, uh, calling it out. <laughs> I call it like so, I see it. So we put that video out following the episode, and the stuff that I I had to endure in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Potter family. Even King Skrilla weighed in. It was a lot going on. Hey man, listen man. <laughs> Shout, uh, sh- okay, so shout out to everybody that like commented on the video um, because the was, special shout out goes out to the homie that listened to the podcast faithfully. Faithfully, hot to try on Twitter. She called me Ralphie the Body. Dead. <laughs> like, Listen, man, that, man. That's like when it was over at that point. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. I said like, look, nobody else can comment now. She won. <laughs> and, she and won. I think I, I think that is like the mentions died down after that. Hey, I, I wasn't bullshit. <laughs> I wasn't bullshit. <laughs> Shout but, out to her for coming up with that name. Right, but I'll say this. It was a lot of toxic masculinity in my <laughs> <laughs> in my benches. Like, you know, I'm just trying to chill, live my best life, and people trolling me. And and then, oh, I'm getting on y'all females, too. Like, oh, I'm sorry, women. I should not say that. 
Yeah. Well, anyway. Apparently, that, yeah, that's Toxic femininity. It's, it's a word. It's the, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. Like, y'all can be bad bitches, but I can't. Hey. Fuck out of here. I was living my best life. I just came out the pool. My hair was swinging. Fuck you, me. Oh, man. It's just... Listen, man. Next time... You just, I don't, you gotta do something different. Like, <laughs> when you come out the pool, don't lean your head back and shake. Don't do that. My head was heavy, man. Hey, That's all I got, listen, bro. I was lean listen, forward, lean to the side. I was listening to City Girls, man. I don't know what to tell you. Shit. <laughs> I was listening to City Girls, man. They, I was, they, they inspired me. I just found out who they were over the weekend. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about it. Hey. See, hey, hey if, if, hey, I, I was joking about that, but hey, man, know your worth. If your woman listens to City Girls, run. Ooh. Get get some help. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't you don't want that trouble in your life if she listens to City Girls. Luckily I'm too deep in with my girlfriend. She listens to City Girls. I just got a deal. But I'm telling you, for your own good. Run. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well we're gonna t- we're gonna take a commercial break and then we'll be right back with Off the Dome. Sure. I'm Seth in the Sweats. I'm Easy in the Suits. And you are now listening to Sweats and Suits Podcast. Now catch us every Monday, this Monday, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Network, Spreaker, as well as UrbanMobileLife.com. Shout out to the moguls. Now give me two claps and a Rick Flip. Woo! Alright, man, off the dome. Off the dome. Off, off the dome. <laughs> First, you uh, first. I'll go first. All right, cool. Now, you know, a lot of artists have a lot of stuff that that never really leaves the cutting room floor. So, a lot of unreleased songs, a lot of unreleased projects, and stuff like that. Okay. Yep. So, what do you think is like one of the best unreleased songs you heard from somebody? Not like a B side, like a like you know, like this song is not associated with any album. It's not a promotional single. It's like really an unreleased song. And I'll give you my examples okay. to kind of let you. Like, okay. kind of preface this whole thing. Now, uh, one of the songs I have is Chris Brown. It's called uh, I May Never Find. Now, this was in between his first and second album. Mm-hmm. Dope song. Like, you can tell this is this is young Chris. I heard this back in undergrad. Song is dope. Like, if I had to do, like, a top five Chris Brown songs, it's up there. And this song is not a single. It's, it's on YouTube, but it's not a single. It's not a. It's not on any album. Any of them mixtape joints he done did? Interesting. I got another one. T Pain got a song called Silver and Gold, right? Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. this would have been up there with uh, Buy You a Drink if he dropped it. Okay. But the reason he did he didn't put it out was because uh, it, it sampled kind of like a Kurt Franklin song. Now, now this is the funny thing. The whole thing about the whole thing. Kurt Franklin is known for taking secular songs and putting them in the gospel right but when somebody flipped the gospel song and make it secular <laughs> it's a problem but that's the reason why this song never came out now t-pain was talking about drinking uh patron gold and silver uh, so wow. and but he used silver and gold kind of like the hook of it right. to make the song but that's one of t-pain's best songs he just never like it i'm not even bullshit like, that's one of t-pain's best songs that's crazy but it's not associated with the album or you know anything okay so i have one that comes to my mind okay and it's by slaughterhouse Ooh. it's called onslaught mm. uh, it was like the the very first song they did as a group 
but now, it was wasn't. this the one that had Nino Bless on it? No, so that. Now that's a song called Slaughterhouse, right? Right, that was okay. like on Joe Budden's mixtape. Okay, right, right, right. So, so Onslaught, right, mm-hmm. is the first song by the group Slaughterhouse. Got it. Um, Joe Budden, Joel Ortiz, Royster Five Nine, uh, Crooked Eye, right? Yeah. This was on. This wasn't wasn't on any album. Okay. Wasn't on a mixtape. Nothing. It's yeah. just a song, I guess, to test drive them being a group. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did they rip that shit. Joel has the best verse. I remember that because then on, I think it was on the debut album, they had Onslaught 2, right? Right. Okay. Right, right, see, right. Okay, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that. man, hey, y'all, if y'all haven't heard that, go on YouTube and look that shit up because <laughs> everybody killed that shit. Oh, yeah, that facts. Now that's, now, that's dope because all these songs live on YouTube, but arguably, that's probably when the Salt of House best songs because they went in and yes. it's not associated with an album. Right. <laughs> right, they 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 had the ability just to rap to I say think, the rap. I think they, they were just getting bars. Like I don't think that song had a hook, right? No, yeah, nope, I, just one after other, mm-hmm. one after the other. I, rem- I remember that now. Yeah, man. So, hey, listeners, for that particular off the dome, what is the best unreleased song? Like unreleased song, technically, you know, it's out there, but it's not associated with any album or any mixtape. Yeah, just kind of like a Lucy, pretty much. Give us that, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. All right, I'm on some I'm on some St. Louis shit right now. Right? Okay, so you guys you have somebody that's coming, uh, coming to St. Louis for, for you know for whatever. Okay, and you have to take them to one St. Louis food spot, only one, one native to St. Louis food spot. Okay, where are you gonna take them? Hmm. What type of food, and then where are you gonna take them? Okay, well I'm not gonna do that old food shit. I talking about. No, no, sweetie not, pies? Hell, oh, hell fuck no. no. I just feel like if you enjoy like sweetie pies, your mama don't cook. Like you ain't got no big mama then. Like, Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. Like if you if you enjoy soul food spots, it's just because you don't know somebody that cooks. I I can roll with that. I'm yeah, like you like you ain't got no mama, no auntie, no cousin, no you know, no no big mama, no, nobody can't cook. I I feel that. Touche. I feel that. But <laughs> I'm off that. Um, honestly. I guess emos is just kind of like our pride and joy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Like, you know, St. Louis style pizza, you know, yeah. for what it's worth. Like, right. you know, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> right, me too. I know, you know, people try to shit on it because, you know, Chicago got, you know, deep dip. The, you know, the, the salsa on top of their shit. And then, you know, New York got the big, the big shit. Right. But we got the square. Beyond the thick crust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Proville cheese, though. Right. What you mean? That nobody, amazing. Nobody got that shit but us. Yeah, I know. So It's Liddy. And then, you know, you get toasted ravioli. That's the only thing you hear, too. Right. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Get you a get you a large Emo's pizza. Yeah, you know, whatever, you whatever toppings you want. Yeah, get the St. Louis special because it got like a little St. Louis box. It's like $20. It's oh, lit. so yeah! In the box, you get the pizza. Yep. You get some uh, toasted wraps, yep. and then you and get, get like Provel bites. Provel bites, and, and you get the little cinnamon stick. Talk, hey, twenty dollars. Lizzie is lit. Okay, I'm, I'm rolling with that. I'm gonna go St. Louis style Chinese food. Yes, sir. You gotta go. You gotta go to the right. Okay. Yeah. On on the east side, we call it the rice house. Fast. In y'all, St. Louis, they call it the Chinaman. Y'all disrespectful niggas, like Chinaman. <laughs> that, that's disrespectful. That's hella disrespectful. But you okay? So me personally, I don't eat St. Pauls, mm-hmm. but I know people love them shit. So yeah. you got to get you a St. Paul. You got to get you a half order of apparently special fried rice. But I don't fuck with that. Yeah. But get you a half order of special fried rice, and you got to get you a vest. Now, 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 what? F- 
What flavor of this you getting? Now, me personally, I like cream soda, but I'm just a different nigga. But you can, de- <laughs> but you always go peach or pineapple. Yeah, if you don't get peach or pineapple, you trash. Yeah, but so. that's just me. Like I, I enjoy fast cream soda. I'm me, weird like I that. mean, I do. I like them too, but I prefer. So for me, it's like it's peach then pineapple, mm-hmm. then like. Then I'm everything else I'm is like, anything else is just kind of like mediocre. Yeah, like you don't now if you get a vest cola, you trash. You think so? You don't like it? Hell, like, what? Hey, I, just straight. It, it might be it might be a step above RC. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. RC not, RC not good. RC, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll drink it like fifty nine cent for a bottle. <laughs> Two liters, <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, like now, let me ask you this. Now I know we kind of going on to a very very local tangent, but if you gotta go to the Rice House, which one you going to though? So I don't really know too many in St. Louis now. I mean, not in St. Louis. Okay, I'm talking about on, on the East Side, right? Um, it's the one we used to go to all the time was on State Street by churches. Okay. I know. Now you you probably think about the orange joint, right? No, 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 no. You talking about the two the two story joint right there by churches? Right, right. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no. I, st- I still be going there. What you mean? Oh, right? there you go. There you go. <laughs> but no, like I would say, like, hey, if you want the best rice, you gotta go to the orange one. Like it's so filthy in there. Like it's <laughs> like no, okay, y'all. I don't know how these places that we're talking about even make like the health rating. Right. Like I really think they they should have like C's. But we don't care about this shit because the food is delicious. The food is, listen, the like food the is food fire. is flames, fire. But we still eat it. So, so when um, should I should I should I mention the show? Hey, if you want to. All right. So next year in in April 2019, when Oversaturated has Oversaturated's first live show, facts. And y'all and y'all travel from out of town. To come to St. Louis, we gonna put you on. We going to the Rice House, big facts, and, and we get emos. But we gotta go during the day though. Facts. Hey, I ain't got no street creators. Something happened to you, bro. Ooh, ooh. And I don't even live over there no more. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to the orange one, but we gotta go at high noon. Yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, so when y'all come next year in April, holler at us and we we got y'all. Big take facts. y'all on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, like let's let's flip that now for our people that that's not in St. Louis. If you have somebody that comes to your city and okay. they got one chance to. T- to get a taste of that city, the local cuisine, the cuisine. facts. Where you taking them? Yeah, man, I, I want to hear about this. Yeah, yeah. so you know, we yeah. know. Hey, flaw, if you're listening, from Jersey. Yep, hey, yep. where you taking us? If we come out there, <laughs> Lady T, Ms. One Hundred. Where y'all taking us in Philly? Where facts, we going? Facts. Hey, hip hop old head. If you listen to this, if we come to Cali, where you taking us? Like, I'm just saying, where we go? Go. Where we going, man? So yeah, that's dope. I like that. That's fire. But okay, but. so last week on our off week, right? We on on Instagram, we ask the listeners to submit, I guess what we call listeners off the dome. So yeah. um, people that follow us on Instagram sent us questions and we want to answer a couple of them on air uh, because some of the questions were really, really, really dope. So we're going to answer two of them. So the first one, um, if you could have any night, I'm sorry, if you could have been in any 90s video, what would it be and why? Now. I was in charge of the Instagram last week, right? Mm-hmm. So the the video that I chose was the Buster Rhymes and Janet Jackson video. What is it gonna be? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first video that came to my mind, only because and I would replace myself with Buster because you know <laughs> anybody that's seen that video knows how exactly. close Buster and Janet were in that exactly. video. So yeah, <laughs> Ralph, what you got? <sighs> now, anybody that knows me, know I have no, I have issues. <laughs> now, 
with my answer. Like, as soon as Johnny asked me the question, I'm like, oh, light bulb. I'm going race in effect, rum shaker. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. The original. <laughs> like the original. <laughs> the original. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I need to be in that. Like, I, I'll just be in there chilling. Living, right. Living life. That's all I got. That's funny. Okay, so outside of rap, right? And this mm-hmm. could be any. Okay. Any um, any era. Mm-hmm. What other music video would you have wanted to be in? Out outside of rap, just any outside video. Outside of rap, now yeah. that's a uh, even better question. Um, you know what? I got one for you. This I know this is it's gonna sound crazy, and I'm just reaching right now. But I think I would want to be in Michael Jackson "Remember the Time" video. Okay, because that like was that. like that was dope. It like was. Th- that was, it was dope. Like. I like to have my Egyptian guards on, jigging. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I want to have, you know, I want to be in in the palace. Halloween costume. Hey, yeah, I like that. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> now that okay, I'm I like that. Now, very surprised you mentioned a Michael Jackson video mm-hmm. because mine is a Michael Jackson video as well. Well, I think the listeners knew you were there. Yeah, but the uh, smooth criminal video. Mm-hmm. Out like I feel like the the energy surrounding what happened in that video was amazing. On the breakdown mm-hmm. when they were chanting "Annie, are you okay?" without the music, like I felt like the energy. You felt like that. I feel the energy. You felt that. Yeah, man. Like I <laughs> would love to have been a part of that just because it looked so dope. I even I feel it just watching the video. Mm-hmm. Like it just looked dope. So, all right. So the next question: If there is a soundtrack to your life, what three songs would definitely be on there? Yeah, man. <laughs> <clears throat> I, so on on Instagram last week, I said the first three songs that came to my head: um, "Saha the Prince, Get Your Money," mm-hmm. "J Rock Win," mm-hmm. um, and then Wu Tang with "Triumph." Mm-hmm. So th- those are the first three that popped in my head. But you know, I got a refined list now. I don't have a refined one. This is all off the dome. But I'll let you go first. Okay, so I would actually keep. Wu Tang Triumph, right? Mm-hmm. But I would add Joe Button, Pray for Me. Uh, now see, I like that, that. That's a song that that's a song that sticks with me forever. Like mm-hmm. it. For those who don't know what the song is, it's a song where it's Joe Button's interpretation of him talking to God, mm-hmm. asking him why God put him through certain situations, and they. Him and God just have a back and forth for like three, four minutes. Yeah. It's an amazing song. Y'all yes, check thanks. it out if you haven't checked it out. Um and then for my last one, I guess I would actually stick with J Rock Win because I feel like that's that's where I'm at in my point of that's where I'm at in life right now. Like everything I'm doing, everything I'm touching turns out to be great. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Oversaturated the Podcast. Ah, so pretty. Yeah, man. Th- 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 those are my three. <sighs> <laughs> This these, how you know. these real off the dome. These real off the dome because I really have no answer right now. But I'm I would go. I pick a Rick Ross song, "Live Fast, Die Young." I don't know why. Ooh, I like. I, I just, like it I just, you know, you have those moments where you kind of want to let go and just live. Like you don't really care about what's going on, bills and all that shit. Like whatever, I'm just living my life. Facts. Hey, let Facts. Just, like, let that motherfucker roll over this month. I don't care. Like you know that type of stuff. <laughs> right. That type of life. Um, I'll just add another one. Right. Um, Twister. He has a song called Check That Hope. 
What? <laughs> what? Some, sometimes, you just gotta, sometimes, you gotta, sometimes you gotta do it, and it's not that's not I know directed toward women. It's just you know, in, in, in any situation, if somebody come at you wrong, oh, okay, shake their ass. I was about to say, okay, beloved. Right. Okay, let me explain it. Let me make, let me make no. it make sense. Let me make it make sense. <laughs> I like um I know this is real, real random. Lloyd Manks Warrior. Okay. Um I just like it, you know, Rise of the Dies, the song I sing, you ain't ready for the war I bring. Mm. Yeah, you know. I like that. I and, like it. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I, uh, you got another one? I think I might have another one. Um uh, I'm gonna go Lil Wayne Hustle Music. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I need time <laughs> to think about stuff. It's, I'm so trash. <laughs> but Lil Wayne Hustle music. Because I'm thinking about the chorus. <laughs> Baby, I'm out here doing what I got to do for me and yeah, you, but we eat it. So, bitch, why the fuck is you trash? <laughs> I'm taking these chances. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, funny. Ralph trash today. That's funny. That's funny. It's, it's nighttime, man. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Nice. So yeah, all right, we're gonna get into um our second commercial break and then we'll be back with our topic of the day. Big facts. Yo, what up, man? This is Geek Shed Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy Deuces. This is Lib. This is your boy Bacardi. And make sure y'all check us out every other Tuesday on the UrbanMogulLife.com or any other podcast platform. Let's go. All right, we are back. So for our main topic, we want to talk about the best producer artist combinations. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of producers and artists that collaborate all the time, right? Yeah. But certain artists and certain producers, like they can't miss when they when they collaborate together. Um, the first the first people that come to mind for me is Timbaland and Missy. Okay. Missy. Shit, I want to say a lot of Missy's shit was produced by Timbaland if she didn't do it herself. Yeah. Um. So I mean, and, and it doesn't even matter the type of song. It could be a dance record. It could be a, a, a legit rap record. It could be a record where she's singing. Like it doesn't matter what type of record they do together. It's the shit is going to like is going to slap, as the kids say. <laughs> 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 so. What what other artists producer combinations do you think can't miss? Uh, well, let's let's stay on that Missy that Missy thing because I was listening to her second album, The Real World, because mm-hmm. I wanted to hear Hot Boys real quick, only because of E verse. But I found out it's not on Apple Music, so I was disappointed. Ah. So I just started listening to the album. We totally like like I know I herald Missy, but I was like, damn, this is some fire music, and it aged really well. Yeah, like she had a song with Eminem. On that album, damn, really? She had a song with Red Man on that album. I gotta revisit. This. Like, see, like damn. I'm like, Missy got heavy hitters on right. this, shit and it's going. Like, I was like, damn, why don't we fuck with Missy like this? I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. Missy is great, bro. Missy is damn. great. Eminem and Red Man on the same, on the same album. album. Yeah, I definitely gotta go back and revisit. Just, that. just go look at the track that. listing, bro. It was fire. That's crazy. But yeah, like, um, what's up? Another one that like really can't miss. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw a throw a curve at you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna say Brandy and Dark Child. Okay. Like nice. You know how we like we go take Mike and Quincy and put them over there because right. we know what that is. Right. We that that don't need we to ain't be discussed. Say that. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gotta talk about that, right? But certain artists. And certain producers mesh well together. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say one is more important than the other. Like you just find your your synergy with certain people, and you just kind of make it, you you make it work. Right. A lot of Brandy's albums earlier on in her career, I think not not the first one, but definitely like the second and the third album, Dark Child, all up and through that. Now Dark Child or Rodney Jerkins is his real name, mm-hmm. uh, was responsible for a lot of R&B and like. You can damn near say gospel songs like yeah. R&B gospel rap songs mm-hmm. in like the l- mid to late nineties, early two thousands. You heard Dark Child all through that. Like he right. was, you know, he name dropped. Right. So, but what him and Brandy were able to do because Brandy is arguably one of the best voices that we have. Facts. Arguably, like you know what I'm saying. So for her to get in the pocket and find herself, you know, because. After that first album, it, it can be a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because Brandy was America, damn near America's sweetheart, you know, Moesha, mm-hmm. Cinderella, mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? right? That that came late '90s. She dated Kobe, you know, she went to Brown with Kobe and all kind of shit. So it's like that type of stuff, right? So to find her pocket with, you know, Dark Child, I think that was dope. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm still on Timberland right now. Okay. I'm going Timberland and Justin Timberlake. Well, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Justin Timberlake's first solo album. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Cry- Ju- Justify. Justify. Right. Did you right. say Granite? No, no, no. I was, I was about to say Crimea River. Oh, okay. But that was, but that was on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his second one was Future Says Love Sounds. Right. Mm-hmm. Now those two albums were executive produced by Timberland, if I'm not mistaken. Now I'm not sure about Justified overall because he had a lot of stuff from Tim. I mean, from the Neptunes and uh, that's right. Other stuff in there too. So I wouldn't say. Oh, the, like I love you was the Neptunes. Yeah, like okay, I love you okay, was the okay, Neptunes. Okay, okay. I think the song with Janet was the Neptunes. Okay. Um, it was just like you know, it was produced by a lot. It was it was a lot of hands in that Justified album. Okay, but the Future Sex Love sounds is what? that's in twenty twenty all Timberland. Okay, now now with twenty twenty, we talking about the first. first disc. I mean, not, we not we ain't talking about the second. Disc. Second we talking about the first. Don't one. count. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Now the whole Future Sex Love sound album slapped like Facts. hard. Facts. And the first disc to 2020 experience, <laughs> <laughs> that shit slapped too. Facts. So like they, and we all saw what happened when he went to Man in the Woods. Nobody even listened to that shit. So, and I don't know if Timberland had anything Any. to, thing to do with that. I highly doubt it. I doubt it. So yeah, man. Um, so there, there's an art will. I don't know how the listeners feel about this, but Ralph and shout out to Kelly, our good life correspondent. Mm-hmm. They think that, or they feel as if Justified is a better album than Future Sex Love Sounds. I said that. I think you said that. I know Kelly said that for sure. I think you said it too. Well, it's a better R and B album. Oh, of course. Okay. That's, oh yeah. 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 Well, that, that's how <laughs> I preface it. Like you know, what okay. I'm saying? like Justified I probably is- I probably have said that because like I'll say this: the first time I heard Future Sex Love Sounds, I hated it. Word. Because uh, this is the thing, my ears were very niggardly. <laughs> so, like, you know, you gave us a dope R and B album, Justin, with a little bit of pop. Then you went straight pop. Like, oh, I forgot you was white. My bad, bro. But, but it was fired. I mean, because sexy back the first time, I'm like, yeah. Well, like you know, like so I'm t- I- like because Timberland was on his pop shit. Like Timberland was really producing right. pop records, like right. pop anthem records. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and then. 
I the way Justified went in and out of songs, it was great. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a great album. Not to say Future Lives, it, Future Says Love sounds just el, you know el evolution, right? And that's something that I wasn't ready for as a fan. <laughs> right, two thousand six <laughs> shit. About what eighteen? It was, it, was, it was before the that was before the curve. Yeah, that was before everything right, else. Right. Cause that was still because I'm just saying because like sexy back I mean if you didn't have sexy back I don't think Kanye would have made uh, stronger. You think so? You think he would have made that song? I mean I, I feel like, like the beat like not the lyrics the beat. I feel like Kanye still would have found that somehow. I don't know. <laughs> like oh I don't no. know man. Mm. Interesting. I just like to draw parallels. Right, I right. Know, yeah. I don't know what that no, f- makes sense. But <laughs> speaking of Kanye, can we say Kanye himself? <laughs> like at least the first three albums let's say that yeah well I'll say the first two because I think on album three he started letting other people do so word well can't tell me nothing that was DJ Toon okay I, that's, that same, I didn't know the same person but wait, that, I guess that makes sense though because Jeezy was on the remix right DJ Toon was a uh, Jeezy guy yeah okay well I mean just yeah Okay, first two albums then. Well, I mean, you say three. I was just, I was just trolling. I'm throwing out one, you know. Right. I don't, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, so late registration and college dropout, right? Oh, for sure. Like, um, the joint with, uh, the joint with Talib. Uh, and who else? You talking about get him high? Yeah, like that's to me. That's one of my favorite Kanye beats mm-hmm. of all time. Like that beat is amazing. Uh, and yeah, and of course we all know the stuff he does with samples mm-hmm. and the fact that he can. The fact that he was able to produce the way that he did on top of laying uh, the lyrics on top of that, mm-hmm. like very few rappers can do that today and be and be good at it, let alone great. Yeah. So shout out to Kanye for you oh, know, yeah, those first two albums. How about this? How about Puff Daddy and uh, Uptown Records? Like I don't even want to say you know just certain people, but we'll we'll highlight two: Jodeci, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Their first albums are. Classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he pretty much gave, I wouldn't say gave them their sound, helped them find their sound. Right. So that's what producers do: help you find your sound rather than giving you somebody else's sound. Like, right. So Jodeci sounded like nobody else, but Diddy put them in a pocket to sound, you know, to to have a great album. Right. Forever My Lady is a great album. Thanks. Like, Thanks. and then you know, what's the four one one for Mary J. Blige? Great album. Arguably her best one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just like you you have some. I don't. I don't, you know we talk we talk about Diddy enough, so I, don't, I I think we give that nigga his flowers all the time. Right, so right, you know right. I think he's good. Facts. Um, speaking of moguls, mm-hmm. what what about Jermaine Dupri? And JD, his biggest. I think his. Well, I think the Usher stuff has been well documented, right? Yeah. Yeah, like we talked about Usher. Mm-hmm. We talked about. It's kind of like Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we'll yeah. put that over there. But we'll talk about JD and his work with Social Death. Like his uh, work with, like we already talked about it before, but Escape, mm-hmm. uh, Bow Wow. Definitely Bow uh, Wow. Uh, Jagged Edge, The Brat. Let's, let's stick to those four, right? Okay, right. Pretty good talent, right? Great pretty, talent. Pretty, pretty great talent, right? And don't don't sleep on Bow Wow. Bow Wow ran shit in his little <laughs> age group back then. Like that's very true. Like I I feel like if what am I trying to say here? 
Bow Wow had hits from the time he was, let's just say, what, seven. Was it seven? Was it that early? I don't know. Was it? I don't know. I mean, because he was very small. I thought child, he was like so. 10. I thought he was like 10. Okay, let's say 10. <laughs> okay. 10 to like 17. Well, how old was he when the joint with Sierra came out? Shit, I'll give him at least the, the time. Remember he did that, that Best of Both Worlds joint with Amari Hey, that song slaps. I, I vaguely remember that it. That song, Girlfriend Slaps. But like, I, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, I ain't gonna fry. I barely remember. I barely remember. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna talk about uh, Marco Polo? <laughs> that's that's a troll. I, I, I wasn't serious. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I know. I know that was a troll. Um, but uh, with with uh, Brett, right? The first. I know we say this all the time, but it's a it's a great thing. The first female rapper, first woman rapper to go platinum. Yeah. Like J D had a hand in that. Yeah. Like it's that's dope. Um and then Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge one of the Under, would you I think they're underappreciated. Right. Very underappreciated. I, have we mentioned this before? Are they the sequel to Jodeci? Kinda. Kind, yeah. Kinda. Like I think that's why they don't get appreciated enough. Probably. I think they, I mean, they have enough to have a greatest hits album, which they do have. Um, they had a great run. They're actually out here touring again, something that Jodeci can't do right now, which everybody loves Jodeci, right? right? They put out Even the- though Jodeci has the better songs, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that. But the ability to still tour now. Right. In the year of our Lord, 2018. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> People, you know, people get so caught up in nostalgia rather than what you can actually do for me right now. Right. And I think they, I they, think. They last album was actually good. Like, it was J.E. Heartbreak 2. I hate was, album sequels. That this year? I think they put out an album this year. No, it was last year. Was it last? Oh, okay. It was last year. Okay, never mind. But I'm just saying, like, I, uh, but I think that's one reason because it's like we've seen the bad boy R&B group thing done before. Right. And then they were from Atlanta. So I don't know if that plays a part into it. Are there any other R&B groups from Atlanta? I mean, One Twelve. Well, One Twelve was on Bad Boy, but they're not underappreciated, though. Are they? Nah, I would. I, I think, I I think, think One Twelve so. is right in the pocket where they are. Like, I mean, right where you know everybody. I think everybody. I think Jacket is just really gets stuff. Yeah, short but end of the short stick. end of it. Really. <laughs> um, all right, so the last one I got right, mm-hmm. Manny Fresh and all of Cash Money. <laughs> all I like of Cash that. Money. I like that. Like Man- Manny Fresh has such a distinct sound, and he pretty much helped usher in like the whole bling, mm-hmm. uh, the whole bling era mm-hmm. back in the early two thousands. I'll say like the the bounce that we know New Orleans for. That's what Manny Fresh bought out because, like, I think we talked about this before. With No Limit, it was a it was a grimy sound, gritty sound, mm-hmm. southern, right. But I don't think it captured the true essence of New Orleans and what people perceive New Orleans to be. Right. Because when you saw Cash Money, you really got that feel of New Orleans because you heard it in the drums that Manny Fresh produced. Facts. Like you heard it throughout all that stuff. Yes. And a different, uh, I, the different sounds he incorporated in certain beats as well. Mm-hmm. And And the thing about these producers and the artists that they work with. They can take these same sounds that they make or same beats that they make and try to give them to other artists, but mm-hmm. I don't think the music would come out the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you could get a Manny Fresh beat and and put Lil Wayne on it, but it wouldn't be the same as if you put some other rapper on it. Like, it's not gonna it's not gonna feel the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And same thing with Timbaland. 
Same thing with JD. Same thing with uh, Puff. Yeah, <laughs> right. You gotta say Puff. Puff. But you know what's uh, what's interesting? I'm, I'm glad you brought up Timberland again. We did mention Aaliyah. Oh, um, definitely. The pocket that, like, this is the thing. She started off with R. Kelly. We're only talking about music right now. Yes. R. Kelly was able to develop her and have a great sound. She she was definitely like Age Ain't Nothing But a Number is a very very good R and B album. Yes, Regardless of how you feel about R. Kelly, we're just talking about music right now. Yes. Now, if you want to go over to when she switched over to Timbaland, like you know, One in a Million, Man. the self-titled album, like Man. like Aaliyah had dudes listening to her shit. Like you know, what I'm saying Aaliyah was hard, bro. What's the first beat you learn how to do on, on, the, on oh, the lunch table? Come on, come on now, One in a Million. Come man. on, man. Even, come it, on. Like One in a Million was first, and then you know. And then niggas would think grinding. Like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, one That's in the But a lot of, a lot of, you think about it, Timberland had a lot of beats that kind of had that, that beat, that beat pattern. Yeah. We, we let it ride though. Because the song slapped. But, exactly. you know, I'm just, you know, just pointing that out. That's but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know, man. You got any more? That's, um, that's all I can come let's up say with. Let's say Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Janet Jackson. Mm, okay. Underappreciated. Like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was in the pocket. I mean they, they helped Janet find her sound. Because Janet I think Control wasn't her first album. That's oh, the one she which did she, have one before that. Yeah, it's, it's like, kinda like like remember we was having the conversation with Michael Jackson while I was trolling y'all. But <laughs> like, <laughs> like before like Mike had like three, four albums for off the wall. Like Quincy helped him find his pocket. Right. Like help him like you 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 help your artists get their confidence, y'all find that Y'all find that space where y'all work good together, then boom, right. the rest is history. Right. That's what it was with Janet in control. Okay. So Jimmy Jam is just, I mean, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis more than just, you know, Janet. Mm-hmm. New Edition's best album. Mm. Talk about it. <laughs> like, Talk about uh, it. Who, who else did they do something with? I mean, like, they're, they're responsible for New Jack, like, a lot of the New, new Jack Swing stuff, yeah. along with Teddy Riley. Uh, Teddy Riley. Mom. We yeah. we talked about Teddy before, yeah. but it's just you know like these record producers help people find themselves and their music, and then once that happens, it's a wrap. Like we can even go here, Beyonce. People think Beyonce is just all by herself, kind of like you know like how people would say with Mike, right. not comparing the two, but just great artists make you forget that there's a team of people behind exactly. them. Exactly, exactly. Because you know you got the dream. Miguel, uh, Timberland produced a lot for uh, Beyonce too. Really, mm-hmm. Drunk in Love. That was Timberland. Damn, that's hard. <laughs> you know, Timberland had his hand in a lot of stuff, man. He's just quiet about it. True. I appreciate Pop Timberland. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. Like when we now let's, let's go into a tangent. Now, when we had those discussions about best hip hop producers and solely hip hop. That's why I kind of I I kind of don't really mention Timberland too yeah, much, right? Because Pop Timberland is way is is honestly better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, I, I don't have a doubt in my mind that Pop Timberland is better than the hip hop Timberland. Okay, ooh, another off the dome. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> which now, which for real is better, Pop for real or hip hop for real, or you know, Pop Neptunes, hip hop Neptunes? <sighs> to be completely honest with you, they low key might be equal. When you think about it like, yeah. like just going off of what you know Honestly they're about the same Yeah man like for real Like For real 
Pharrell did Happy, right? Mm-hmm. Pharrell also spit a verse on Drop It Like It, on the remix to Drop It Like It's Hot. He spit a verse on Move That Dope. Like, come on. <laughs> what? You think the people at, um, he he hosted some, sh- one of these singing competition shows. Probably like, like uh, The Voice or something. Voice or something like that. I bet you the producers of that show ain't know he spit a verse on Move That Dope. Yeah, now, you know what's so crazy? Like, there's another sidebar. Pharrell uh, released, a, uh, he had an interview where he was talking about the songs that he wrote. His biggest hits were for somebody else. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know what happened to why they, but why they didn't get them. But you know that uh, Happy was supposed to be for CeeLo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now this is where my mind got blown. He wrote Front. Remember that song you had for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, with Jay, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be for Prince. What? No, nah, nah, that ain't here. Now nah, that I was like, ooh, okay. Front was supposed to be now, for Prince. Now, when I think about it, that could have been a Prince song. Cause the first time I heard from him, I went, yeah, yeah. cause Pharrell is not the best singer, but you and you kind of enjoy what he does. No, not at all. I mean, you know, I, I like I said, I, I say t- he was the best singer. I tolerate it. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> like first time I heard from him, I was like, yeah, this ain't the move. Like <laughs> this ain't the move. I just like whole verse. Like you know what I'm saying? At that time, there was whole, you know, whole whole. Right. Damn, that was supposed to be for Prince. But when like think, Prince on the hook or Prince no, the whole Prince, song? That was the like he wrote that for Prince. Wow, could you? I mean, but honestly, when you think about the song and how it go, yeah, that, that now now we want to hear the verses that are that correspond with the Prince version. But that's but you know what? A lot of songwriters <laughs> have that that mind frame. Like I'm gonna write this for somebody yeah. else. Like yeah. you know, like Neo, like he wrote Irreplaceable for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Damn. Talking about I'm gonna take your stuff and move it out, out to the left, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but this a man that wrote that. Dream writes maybe a lot. Ha- maybe it happened to him before. Personal experience. Personal, <laughs> personal experience. <laughs> Heard music is the best music. <laughs> oh, saying. oh, you talking about? I thought you talking about a dude packed this stuff up. Like, that's no, I no, no. Like I, I a girl, talking. a woman told Neil to get his oh, shit. Oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. Load the chopper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Johnny got the clip. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think nobody rolled it, but yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but no, no, I I don't know. You you good on that? Yeah, man. Okay. I, I think I'm good. Man. Okay, like that was just a, a quick conversation on uh, some of the best artist producer combinations. Now I know there's some that we probably glossed over, and that's why we we fool with the listeners are oversaturated. Because yes. trust me, we want the feedback. Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. So come with your best artist producer combination. Show me your best combination. Right. That's <laughs> my man from uh, Five Heartbeat. Show me your best combination. Oh man! But we, I think we 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 stayed in the pocket. Of definitely, we tried to stay more than hip hop because we know that more than uh, hip hop listeners listen to this show. So we tried to definitely incorporate some pop and R and B acts right into this conversation. So what do you guys think? Yeah, man, hit us up. Let us know. Oh yeah, Twitter all, or all social media. Uh, email us. We'll we'll read those on the next episode. Big fact. Um, yeah, man. Any any parting words? Oh no, just you know. Uh, Happy anniversary to you again, bro. Appreciate that, man. Love you, baby. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. Do we shout out on social media? Yeah, we did it early. We did? Okay. What's the... Oh, you talking about the personal shit? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Leave oh. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave it with your shit. <laughs> we, so, we so over it right now. Let me just tell you. But um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I am the mind of Ralph. All right, man. On Twitter, I'm J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. And on Instagram, I am JBS underscore ESL underscore AAMU. 
And with that, it's episode 39. 39. And we out. Peace.